Welcome to American Patriot News. I'm Bill Moss. This is a place where we fight for the Constitution over corruption, freedom over fascism, and power over politics. I've got my two co-hosts with me, Ed and Fran, tonight. And I also got Danny back and Miss Lori. Good to have y'all aboard. Uh, we Good. went to a board meeting last night, and uh, we talked about it night before last. Remember, Danny? Uh, we talked about what was coming up, and uh, we come back to report on that. Danny, would you like to kind of give a little brief synopsis before we start showing the video, you and Lauren? Uh, yeah, uh, pretty much. We walked in. Everybody was respectful and courteous, as they always are in these meetings and stuff like that. And once uh, the superintendent, Mike Smith, saw what everybody, what he assumed everybody wanted to talk about, he pretty much shut down the meeting and wouldn't let any, wouldn't allow anybody to speak. Two um, minutes, 28 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Just a matter of minutes. And he shut everybody down, wouldn't let them speak and uh, pretty much just ignored everybody's concerns. Lori, would you like to say something about last night before we start? What's it? Um, well, uh, I had, I had actually got to the, to the meeting late. Um, I had not planned on speaking. What I had sent the superintendent in my email, um, I had requested that the board members, I, I wasn't even planning on speaking. Um, I wasn't going to say anything different than what I had already said in previous meetings um, pertaining to my child and the health concerns for my child um, in regards to mask. And what I had sent in my email was to request that the board members um, discuss and maybe um, even consider um, unmasking the smaller children because the numbers are down in the county. I understand that one size fits all um, it is not the best approach um, pertaining to children. So children eight and under I was hoping that because the numbers are down in Jackson County right now, that the preschoolers, the kindergartners, the first graders, and hopefully the second graders, um, their parents could have that option to be unmasked. And all I had requested was that the board members at least discuss it. Um, I didn't um, uh, expect anything other than that. Um, I, I, I'm not... Um, demanding that anybody agree with me absolutely it was just a request i just wanted them to to discuss it amongst ourselves i wasn't even planning on speaking um and that's that's what i had requested well y'all want to show the whole whole mini i mean it's not that long it's 20 minutes and that way people can see everything that went on that are yeah yeah that, that's, that's what, fine that's what i planned on doing so this is the board meeting that happened last night was what the 19th yes the 19th of october 2021. And that is relatively the tallest people which is on the line is 01.421. Everyone was in the line, so 
<coughs> because this board has made a habit of letting people know the sound. That's all I have to say about this. Okay, you want to hear from that? How do you know what people have to say? We had a question. My name is on the list. How do you know what people have to say? You don't. Is that showing on the screen? Yeah. No. Okay. We're signing in for legitimate reasons. And y'all are just dismissing everyone here. This is concerning about our children. And you wonder why people think that you guys are hiding stuff and being untruthful. And they say they care about the children. Well, how do you want us to talk to them when they went into their phone? Yeah. 
because several people called and nobody would answer a return phone call. And when I did get a return call, they said I was denied the right to add my item to the agenda. They said Mr. Neely denied the request. The superintendent secretary told me that on the phone yesterday. Nobody has your number. It's in the phone. And apparently, from what I can get, you've been on the road for two days, so you're not going to come anyway. So, hey, you know I called your house. How do I know you've been on the road for two days? You were supposed to call me back because I gave her my number. So I'm supposed to just let my PSD phone go to school and not get the answers to my questions. Really? No. Okay. So I was a parent. It's by the time of the I know everybody's a parent. Okay. I don't want to be saying a parent, but I don't have a question. Where is your kids go to school? They go to school in the peak. It's a great school. I have great teachers there, but I have a question concerning financial issues. Start at the school level. I don't expect Mr. Truett to be paying for the things that I'm asking about. I expect the grant money that gets put out there to pay for the things that I want to ask about. Nobody in here knows what I wanted to ask. I've never been to a board meeting, but I have a genuine problem. I signed in on the paper, but it's not good enough. The questions that I have as a parent isn't is it going to be answered. Really? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's wonderful. But it's about his head. You guys are the ones that are supposed to answer my question. Yes. I come to you because I need help with this. And you're telling me that I can't even ask? No, you don't understand. I can ask around, so I was going to ask my question. The meeting's adjourned, though. Well, if you listen to me, I'm going to explain what you do. You go to the superintendent, you tell him you prepare a short statement of what you want to discuss with the board. You do that at least seven days before the board meeting. Okay, one more statement. Okay. They have to pre-prepare a statement, is that what you're saying? So when I have a problem in my children's school, I have to wait seven days before you guys take care of it? You have to wait for the next four months. Okay. So if it's a very serious problem, what about the senior children in the school? I still might answer. Okay. 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 No, I'm not. <laughs> so can I, can I ask on what basis our request approved or denied? I just was asking on what basis they approved or denied request.
When did this policy take effect for seven days? Because it's not been in effect previously. So you just want to put it into effect when it benefits you? Is that how it works? Yeah. Is that how it works? I'm just curious. It's an honest, I mean, a legit question. Okay, but it's just you. I've been able to come here without any free knowledge of what they were going to talk about to sign that paper and get to speak until tonight. We had teachers and doctors and everybody speak, and that policy wasn't held up at that point. Uh, well, the explanation you know, doesn't make sense. This is the kind of thing that happens in countries where you have tyrants. Yes, it is. When the people can't redress this board for an issue they're concerned about this minute, that is a problem. Now that you're not letting anybody speak at this one, you don't get to decide when we're done with our argument. It is our argument. Mr. Smith, you go to court and tell somebody after you under. They presented their argument, and you bring up a witness that they can't cross it. That's not well done for. Mr. Smith, is that a policy that you use when it benefits you? No, you don't want to answer that question either. Okay. But you only use it when it's beneficial to you because you've not used it the whole time that parents have been attending these meetings until tonight. How do you know that's what people want to discuss? You have no idea what we want to discuss. What about these other parents? This is the first time he's been to this meeting. This is the first time they've been to this meeting. Are there issues and concerns not important? <laughs> you not answered anything. <laughs> you know, go ahead and answer. I'll give you the option to answer. You don't want to answer. You're making excuses is what you're doing. <laughs> well, answer the question. Let's discuss it now. I'm listening to you discuss it. You still not answered my question. You told me to stop talking so you could answer my question. I'm not. I'm done. Speak. When the legislature changes the law and allowed school districts to decide, mm -hmm. the school districts were required to listen to the State Board of Health and the local Board of Health, and they did. They decide whether to wear masks or not. When that first came into being, it was on the first of the special People were allowed to speak at that because it was new. It was the first time it had been dealt with. Last month, on Tuesday, at the regular meeting, it was dealt with again in the, in the sense of public participation. The entire group of people who wanted to speak at that were allowed to speak. Everybody was allowed to okay. want to speak at that. You know, why should people be allowed to continue to rehash and relitigate the very same issue 
It's been talked about twice before. We're not responsible. And you're still leaving around my question. You just don't like the answer. I hear the answers that we have we've got done. If we're in the red zone, we've got to have 23 people in the county. That's 0.0017% of the population. Do you know what the count was yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, you don't know what count was yesterday? Sixteen positive cases. So you guys made the decision in April or, or July the school year. Out of red, are we? No, it's still red. red. Not if we're at 23 is when we go in the red and we're down to 16. It's still in the red, but they told us at the health department 23 cases to put us in the red, but we're at 16. Yeah. Well, that's an issue for the health department. And that's what we wanted to discuss tonight because those numbers had changed. But you're still dancing around my question. My question wasn't about masks. My question was, is that policy, that seven-day policy used when it's beneficial? That's the question I had for you. What you rambled on about is not what my question was. Oh, that's my answer. <laughs> well, that's not an answer. That's an answer to something different that I'm not even asked tonight. I've got, I've got a question. If we do drop to, to, to Yellow, the county, will it then be in the hands of the parents? We whether will. or not the child will be No. It will not be in the hands of the parents. <laughs> the will still roll. It will be. See, the board is required by law to get information from the state health board and the county health department. Once that information is received, then the board will decide that issue. So even if it goes yellow or green, we don't automatically get the choice. Okay, well we're yellow or we're green, so I can I can take the mask off my child. That will be a decision that the board will make, but it will be in conjunction with the state and county health department. Yes. Every Thursday to make the termination. So we go to yellow or green, we we'll still have the termination on Thursday, like we always do, or yellow or green, and perhaps have the children's. So okay. I'll take that after you Okay, yes, thank you. So that termination we sit out every Thursday, just like Okay, but, but, if, but if we go to yellow or green, it then it's in, in the hands of the parents. So parents that still want to match their children can, even if we're green. It's a parent option. Well, or you say yellow is still a school's option. No, let's get this right. Yeah, he's right. Well, he's going to use this as a puppet. No, I don't know what it is. When you guys made the decision to make it optional, that's what I'm confused about. Because it was 20 cases and it was in the red when you guys, back on July, when you guys decided to make it optional. Okay, and now it's still in the red, but the cases are lower now than it was then because we've got the 16 right now. That's what came out from uh, the health department yesterday. So I'm just, I'm confused. Well, the, I stay confused a lot too with all the numbers and everything. Where I work at, I can assure you today, there was a lot of sick people. And we tested a lot of people. And whether they'll be positive or not, I don't know. But if there's people that don't get positive, don't get tested, 
They assumed they're positive because they're in a house with two other people that tested positive. So they just they'll get tested. Then but that's what we guys are misleading. But as long as the county is in reform, it's really not a great idea to have a bunch of children and staff in a confined area with the air circulating and taking a chance on maybe infecting a lot of people. Which made the best call we could at the time. And when it goes down, if it's on yellow and green on a Thursday to make the determination, you do whatever you want to do with your child. But that's the, that's the question. At what number? Because right now, the number says we're at 16. Yes. We're still in the red. When will when will that go to green? Because they told me at the health department 23 cases put this in the red. Anything under that was like orange or, or yellow or whatever. This is probably somebody higher up that makes that thing off the health department. I mean, I mean, I'm guessing the red and the. I mean, I'm guessing. I don't know who makes that. I watch the news just like you do. Get the red and orange, whatever. I hope we get down the green. I think he's saying. I do too. Yeah. I truly do. What basis do you use to uh, to approve or deny somebody's request? To speak at the meeting. Yeah, to put an item on the agenda. And first of all, we request you submit it Okay, well, he's asking what criteria do you have to meet? I said you don't know what these other parents, it's their first time here, want to talk about. I didn't say me. Yeah. It's my concern, Matt, but I'm just going to go ahead and ask it because, I mean, you all are all standing here. Why do I have to wait seven days or tomorrow? Here's my question. When my children go to school and I accidentally forget to put a mask on one of them because I am in a hurry, why does the school tell me that they don't have enough money to keep giving masks? Yes or no? 
Because I have been to the people of this community for years. I watched these. Ask Mr. Smith a question. Mr. Smith, you're over this school board. You approve the request. If Danny or Patsy writes you and tells you they want to talk about the mask at the next meeting, will you accept it or reject it? That is not an answer, sir. You know right now you're rejecting it. You're unfit for the office you're in. Every one of you are unfit. Thank you, Mr. Burke. It's time to go. Okay, I'll go with you. I love it because that's just violated my first amendment time. You'll be here from the show. Well, let me get this shut down so I can get back to everybody. Amazing. Uh, this thing is being produced. It's here. Bear with me, folks. This is the first time I've used that that way where we dubbed that video over. Uh, sorry for the little bit of confusion there. Uh, Danny, the meeting started off, and you heard some tabletop right before it started, didn't you, about yeah, what was sure. on the sheets? Yep, sure did, from Mike Smith, the superintendent. Right. Can you tell us what that was? At exactly 630, uh, uh, one of the board members always goes up and gets the sign-in sheet, which has the speaker's name, address, and the topic of discussion that they want heard at the meeting. Well, they went. She uh, came up and got the got the piece of paper and brought it back there to Mr. Smith, the superintendent. And I was in the very back of the room, and I heard him going from table to table to the other board members, showing them what the paper said on it, because everybody wrote in the subject title of what they wanted to discuss, everybody put kids. They wrote out kids, you know, just kids. No mask and kids, no nothing, just the word kids. So they could have they could have wanted to talk about any number of things. And Mike Smith went around to the board members saying, look what they wrote. Look what they wrote on this paper. Kids, kids. They wrote all everybody wrote kids down. So I took that as kind of a, you know, making fun of us them sitting up there preparing what they was going to say and uh, pretty much rejecting what we wanted to talk about before the meeting ever got underway. Uh, if you notice, it wasn't two minutes into the meeting, they were talking about throwing me out. Yeah. The question I asked was uh, the attorney for the board had quoted uh, board policy 01.45. Now, I asked the question, did I not, where was that published? I want a copy of it. Yeah. And that brought about all kinds of rigmarole. Uh, and so anyway, and he, they went on and they quoted that throughout the meeting. Did you notice that? Yep. They quoted that throughout the meeting, 0145, that policy we told you about. Well, when we time I got home, your wife Patsy had done a wonderful job of looking it up. It was yeah. done on it was done on the page when I got home, and I'm going to read from the very first sentence of that. 
board policy 0.0145 states, members of the public may address the board during the board meeting without, I lost it. Just a second, it went down on me. I wanna make sure I quote it right, okay? May address the board meeting, board during the period set aside by the board without submitting an item for the agenda. Now there is a clause in there where you can submit an item for the agenda or you can make a comment to them on what is gonna be on their agenda, right? And then if we go on down farther there, there is a clause and I wanna caution y'all, make sure you're there and have it signed by 615. That'll be the next thing they pull because it says within 15 minutes of the board meeting. Uh, so they can pull it at 615. So make sure you're there early enough from now on to sign and be on the docket for 615. If you want to walk back outside and have a cigarette, if you smoke or whatever, go right ahead. But make sure you get your name on that paper before then. Um, I've been guilty of waiting to the last minute too, staying outside talking and, and everything. Uh, so that is something we need to really watch on, on the time, okay? Now, what they have done is they have lied to the parents, to the public, uh, about this about this board policy. We've got them on camera, right? So there's no way they can wiggle out of this. Now, if they want to keep playing games, we'll keep we'll keep going with what we're doing. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put on on the page for you guys. Okay, uh, tonight. Contacts. The contact that's going on there will be uh, a email. I mean, a, a link, and that link will take you to the Office of Educational Education Accountability for the State of Kentucky. You have to file a typewritten complaint on that form. Don't file it one per household. File it for every person in the household. Okay. And during the day, if you got a minute, pick up your phone and call them every day and say, have you gotten to my complaint yet? I want to know what you're going to do about Jackson County Board of Education. Because you know yourself, Danny, you know, you do too, Glory, and you guys is with me here every night. The squeaky wheels of one that gets the grease. So if we call them every day, 50, 100 of us or whatever, 300 of us, if we can get everybody on the page calling, it'd be great. Could you imagine them sitting there like this on the phone all day? Because that's what it would be if 344 people called them. They would have to take action. That's how we get things done. Um, we need to work on that. Uh, Fran, you weren't there. You're an outsider. Tell me what you think of what you just witnessed. Well, they definitely didn't want to talk about it. I could see that. They... Um, they knew exactly what the outcome was going to be, and they were prepared for you to walk in, Bill. As far as the parents go, the school board's the first place to go to. But I believe in some states they will allow parents to file a grievance against the school board members. And that's something that you can look into to see if that's something that you can do. But truthfully, if the COVID levels are not in the red, with the 16 people that had been diagnosed with COVID there in the county versus the 12,000. 
that's that's beyond a hundredth of a percentage of the people in the county that even had it. Um, the mask will take the oxygen level that the child is breathing in. It will make it drop and it is hindrance upon the children. What you need to do is you need to look up mama bears and uh, the mask and see what they did in their state. Two women they just let me in their group today, uh, this evening. So I'll be trying to contact somebody with them tomorrow. Wonderful. The, well, anybody can go to them and they will help yeah. them out. I, there is videos out there. You just have to know where to find them. And uh, they're speaking out. They've Two women had uh, problems with their children's and, and they had to take them into the doctor's office. They talked with the doctor. He helped them out. And between the three individuals, the doctor and the two mamas, they got the mask outlawed in their state for the children in their in their uh, throughout the whole state, not just in their district. Right. So this can this can be blown up out of proportion, like we all see it happening on the TV news. I am definitely against it, and I'm fighting a battle sim similar to it here. And uh, now I did work as a CASA with guardian ad litem, and that's uh, my clients were children who were removed from the home. And uh, sometimes you just have to dig in, dig into the uh, books and find out what is it, what it is that's available to you. And um, remember, the school board has their policies. It doesn't necessarily make it state law. Does that help out anybody? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bill, I'd like to say something. I'm going to have to go up off here, so i got to get ready to go to work. Uh, just everybody out there that's listening, I would like, I'd just like everybody to remember that this board has acted this way every single time that I've been at the board, at the board meetings. They don't answer any questions. They don't act like they care about any topic of discussion. And, uh, I really don't know what their reasoning is. I don't know what they're hiding, but I really do get the gut feeling that they're hiding something. I also get the gut feeling that they don't have the answers to any of our questions because I don't believe they're well-educated in the positions that they're in, you know? So uh, just as always, like we said yesterday on yesterday's podcast, pray for everybody that's involved in trying to get this done because we sure need it. And, uh, that's about all I got to say, but I'm going to have to jump off here. Yeah, you got to go to work. Yeah, I got to go to work. God <laughs> bless you, long, brother. It was a long night last night. I'm sure it'll be a long night again tonight. I'm I sure. appreciate you having me on, Bill and Lori and Ed and Fran. Appreciate y'all coming on, too. God bless you, man. All right, y'all have a good one. Lori? Uh, yes. You want to talk some more about the about the meeting? Um, I, I, like I said before, I was really, really frustrated. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't planning on speaking, um, in any, even if they had allowed anybody to speak, I wasn't planning on speaking because it was going to be the same thing, um, that I have said before. It was really frustrating. Um, all the, the, the documents and um, medical journal articles and all the things that I have found pertaining to children who are eight years old and under, um, what the masks uh, actually mean for their adaptive immunity and um, 
again mentioned my son and the the health concerns I have for him all I wanted was them to discuss it I didn't even have to be a part of the conversation um I just wanted the board members to 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 discuss this and um they they didn't <laughs> well you know I believe as you and I have talked about also the, the battle, mental problems with the mask what wasn't that you I talked to about that because that was um, part of my studies. If a child can't see your face, they can't read your expressions, and it slows their development down. Were you aware of that? I, I don't think that that was me um, that you okay. spoke with about it. Um, but I know that there's that there's several parents that that do have that concern. And yeah, when you're when children don't um, register that you're smiling at them when they when they can't, you know, especially like the younger children when they're trying to. Um, develop vocal skills as far as like how to pronounce things it's right. kind of vital that they're able to read um mouths while they're doing that um but i had heard um i had heard of that too um but but know that i don't think that that was me that you was talking about with, with that my research has primarily been um, um my son's immune system and what exactly happened to him in july um so, so that's what I've focused on, and that's all I've done since July is trying to figure out exactly what happened to Knox, why, and how can I avoid it. I mean, um, yeah, you about right. lost him, didn't you? It, it, it um, it was a, it was, it was a horrible, horrible time, especially when, I mean, God has blessed me that that my son has been so healthy. And it was um, it, it it was really really scary, and it was really really painful. Um, the the staff at UK, you know UK ER, they were wonderful, but Knox was so dehydrated, it was nearly two dozen times to get an IV in him. And um, yeah, um, you've seen me at the board meetings before. Yeah, I didn't mean to upset. I, mean, I really did. All, all I'm gonna all I'm gonna do is just start crying. But that's all I've done since July is um trying to read medical articles and medical journals and studies and try and figure out what happened to my son and how I can make sure it doesn't happen again. So I found out, you know, what I believe went wrong, but now my state, now my government is telling me do it to him again um put him in the masks again or isolate him um the only other school system that we have is a private school and it's full um they can't take knocks they have a full roster so it's either um try to fight this mask mandate so that i have the option or isolate him at home right and um, it's, a, uh, it, you know, you're, you're in between a rock and a hard place and something too, I want to point out in that board meeting, I made a point to ask the superintendent, if we're in the green parents that still want to mask their children, will still get to do that. And he said, yes, I'm not about making all the children take their masks off. I'm not about. I, I want the choice. I want parents, people that 
are with these children every day to get to make the choice pertaining to their child's health. I'm not going to tell somebody else what's best for their child. I've not been with that child every day. So, so for me to do that is ridiculous. Well, um, we're I, we're I just, all like that. We don't want to force anybody out of a mask. We don't want to force anybody not to get a shot. Yes. We just want everybody to have their choice and their medical well-being. Yes. Uh, when we take away choice and medical well-being, and we're using vaccines, okay, vaccines that have not been FDA approved, they've not went through the years of testing they're supposed to be, and if they go through and they approve them quickly without those years of testing, we're still using the human population as lab rats. And this is the things that the Nuremberg courts ruled against and why Joseph Mengele was killed was because of this. And uh, I, I don't want to get too far deep in the rabbit hole with this show because we go into it quite a bit, don't we, Ed? And uh, yep. so I don't want to get too far into it here, but there is a lot of crimes against humanity. And that's why we got involved with this across the country is because we see the crimes against humanity. And I don't want to see one child suffer. Okay, I had a child that was born uh, premature, 29 days, life support, you know, and I, I've seen him, like, like you said, stick him several times, uh, you know, and things like that. I, I, I don't want to see any child go through that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to see anybody, you know, Ed and I have served in the military. Okay. Neither one of us want to see people's rights trampled on. That's not why we went, you know? And, uh, you know, I hope you can keep heart, okay? Just keep heart. Uh, if you think it's too, and I'm going to tell every parent this, if you think it's too risky to send your child to school with that rag on their face, don't send them. We'll get you an alternative set up, okay? And we don't worry about them being able to socialize. We'll make, manage to get socialization as part of that. We don't want kids isolated, okay? You can pull your child out. We can get other people that's pulling their kids. There's a lot of people that pull their kids out, but you got to hook up with them, okay? We can set up field trips. We can set up, you know, activity days, things like that. Uh, maybe have gym days, you know, where everybody gets together and, you know, plays, plays a game or whatever, you know, those type of things, because that is how we can defeat this. Okay. And I hate to sound like this, but, you know, I think the best thing that any school system that's going through what we're going through in this county right now could do is for the parents just to all pull their kids out, file for the homeschooling all at once. That's going to drive them nuts, number one, trying to get all that out to you. And the second thing is, is to, when you do that, then their budget is defunct, okay? And it might take, uh, you know, putting some people out of work for a few weeks, but they're going to come around real quick when there's nobody there to teach. 
And I hate to see it happen to the teachers, but the teachers will be able to draw unemployment. See what I'm saying? The bus drivers will be able to draw unemployment. So it's it's not like it's the end of the world. It's just that, hey, you know, 75% of the people's pulling kids out. They're not going to last long because they get paid by the day for every day that your child's there. If your child goes to school and it starts snowing, you notice they try to keep them there to noon. And the reason they do that is because if it gets to noon, they get a full day pay. It's not about, well, the roads are safe to get your kid home. You know, we live in Jackson County. As soon as the snow hits, they ain't safe. I mean, I'll just tell you straight up. Uh, but they'll try to hang them out for an hour or two to get that full day's pay in before the superintendent cuts woods. It's not about your kids. It's about the money. And we're seeing this through the actions of this board right now. When, when, and this is my view. Okay. When we go in there and you parents try to get up and speak and you've heard them say it as well as I have. And I want to say this to Danny about it. They have told people in that board meeting to shut up and that's not right. That's not right. They're not allowed to tell you to shut up. I had a board meet member after the meeting last night told me to shut up out on the sidewalk. That don't go. No. Come at me. I'm going to tell you something, young man. I said, whoa, don't come at me with that attitude. You know what I'm saying? He was doing this. That's aggressive. I don't put up with that. And then he says, shut up. And I'll tell you something. I said, no, you don't tell me to shut up. Okay, so then he made a broad pass around the crowd. He says, well, I don't want to talk to you at all now or not. I said, look, I said, if you can talk to me like a human being and not come out here and talk down to me, then we'll talk. And then we talked. And I said, see, I said, I can talk to you like this. I can talk to this board like this. I said, but y'all refuse to do that. I said, if you cannot talk to us civilly, don't expect me to do the same. I said, I will treat you the way we are treated. And, but that is what we're, we're up against. I have watched, Lord, I, I have watched that board before. I have watched them talk down to people. You know what I'm saying? Just talk down to them. And it, there's no excuse for that. And last night, the deal about that, that board policy, I've screenshot that with the date and the time on it last night when I got home. So if they change that policy, we've got them again. Okay. Because that board policy, they lied about that board policy. Now, I can see maybe one person misspeaking, but the chairman and the superintendent too. No, there's three people. They intentionally lied to us as far as I'm concerned. Ed, have you ever seen the light? What's that? Have you ever seen the light? I can't hear you. Have you ever seen anything like that board meeting? Uh, yeah, kind of. Stuff like that out here happens all the time at our city council meetings, except there's about 100 to 200 people will show up. That's true. You're in California. I forgot about that. Yeah. It's, but uh, we're I'm not trying to full-blown riots. <laughs> we're not used to that around here. We're not used to people being... Uh, talk down to on either side. We're not used to people being being told to shut up and you know and refuse your right to speak. You know, and it says right there in their board policy that we all had a right to speak that night. 
Yeah, I read that. So I guess we're going to have to keep going here. We're going to keep the fight going. Uh, if y'all find anything on Kentucky law, it, friend, if you dig into it and find anything on it that I might need to know, please let me know if you get a chance. And uh, Well, there is one I'll thing be, that I'd like for you to keep in thing. mind, Bill. Yeah. It doesn't matter who it is that goes into that room. If they've got a child in that, uh, in that school, they have a right to speak and a right to be heard. Actually, uh, if they pay taxes in this county, they have a right to. Everything that we pay taxes on is, is, is has school tax. Exactly. But uh, don't let them squash your uh, what it is that you came in to talk about because you have a right to voice your opinion because your opinion counts. Because if you didn't have the, the, your child and everybody else didn't have their child in that school, they wouldn't get paid. They just need to be put into their place and let them know that they don't know who they're talking to because you know what the law has to say. Right. And they're speaking against your, your uh, constitutional rights to have the right to speak. They may not like what it is that they hear from you, but that's their problem, not yours, because it's your taxes that's paying their paycheck. And they need to either... Come up with come up with the uh, time to speak to you and t and talk with you in a way that is respectful, or they need to be reported and taken completely out of office. And if they won't do it before the election, by all means, run for the school board yourself and let people know what they were doing along the way. I think she'd be a smart lady for that, too. I think she would. Uh, you know, the, the whole thing, like, like Fran says, don't let people squash you. Don't let them squash your right to speak. I was very proud of every one of your parents in there last night. I really was. Uh, because after I went out the first time, I sat at the door and listened. When I went out the second time, I sat at the door and listened. Uh, I didn't get to talk to you before the meeting, but I, the ones I did talk to, I said, look, I said, go on there. When they try to shut you down tonight, be vocal. If they tell you you have to leave and they tell the deputy to escort you out, just say, I'm going, just like I did. I'm going. And going out the door, have you little say as you're going out the door. That way, when they do that, Every time they do that, that's a violation. Okay, it's a violation of your rights. Uh, but don't be afraid to speak up. Uh, nobody's going to let anybody hurt you if you say, I'm going out the door. Okay? Yeah. We're not going to let anybody hurt anybody if they say, okay, I'm going out the door. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I, the people I talked to last night, I said, don't curse them and don't threaten them. Those are two things we should not do. We should not use yeah. that language and go to their level. And we should not, which they haven't actually cursed yet, but to me, it's about the same level they're at right now. And uh, by line, uh, and I said, we, we don't threaten nobody. There's ways to handle this the right way. We're going to handle it the right way. But, but speak your mind, speak your mind and speak up. And, you know, uh, I've watched you three times talk and uh you've impressed me uh you've got a mama's heart 
I know that. And yeah, uh, I, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't talk for crying. Um, but you know, I, I feel like that's that, that too is what is so frustrating about this whole thing. If, um, just just like with the attorney i mean he has a job that he has to do as well but yeah. i'm i'm not really there to to, to talk to the attorney and right. i understand that he's trying to do his job but it's almost like we walked in and there it was all, it was almost like it was a trial the board of education like they're not on trial you know, I, I, I want to talk to Mike Smith. I, I want to talk to Eddie Neely. I want to talk, there, you know, there are people too. And, you know, I want them to, to discuss what I ask them to, to discuss, even if they don't agree with me. I, I just wanted them to look over all this stuff that I found from John Hopkins, from Stanford University, from the CDC, and look over it and say, well, Lori, you know, we've looked over it and whether they agreed with me or whether they didn't, you know, uh, you know, have have the have the courtesy to to at least discuss it. But, you know, when you walk in and it's an attorney um, speaking about a policy and you're, you, you cannot talk and which I wasn't planning on talking anyway. But it what it was like it wasn't even a board meeting. It was like we showed up for um, their attorney to say, "Now you leave them alone, and and don't and don't you talk." And it it just it, it was just really disheartening, and it was really frustrating. And there were um, three ladies from the schools that come there that wanted to address the board. They didn't even get to address the board. They work for the schools. I didn't mean to cut you off. It just popped in my head. No, no, no. Uh, I, I was, I, I mean, I was done. It's just that that was what was so frustrating. It's like, well, I, I, I was expecting um, that they would, or I was hoping that they would discuss it, you know, and I didn't even have to be in a part of the conversation. You know, right. th these are board members. I understand that that's their job. I didn't even have to be a part of the conversation, but I, I wanted them to discuss it, to, un, un, you know, making it optional for the little kids. But um, instead, it was just an attorney just uh, um, talking about a policy that I'd never heard of. I, 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 I didn't know it existed and um, that, that we weren't um, uh, allowed to speak. So it was just really frustrating. It was really disheartening. And um well, you know, a couple of things that interested me with the attorney that you brought him up. Uh, I asked him, did, did he remember his oath and that the first part of it was to the Constitution? And he immediately told me he did not want to talk about that. Uh, excuse me? You took an oath and you don't want to talk about it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh Ed, you took oath to the Constitution and the military, right? I did. You ever tell anybody you don't want to talk about it? No. Nope. Because you're proud of it, right? That's right. You stand by still today. That's right. Against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Right. He took an oath to the, this guy took an oath to the Constitution of the United States, took an oath to the Constitution of Kentucky. I know the oath they have to take, okay? And, um, I think they look at it as like a fraternity thing, like as, yeah. a, uh, oh, just something you do. Uh, as a way of passage. Right. There is one thing y'all have to keep in mind. 
just because they have to work under their policies doesn't make it law. Right. That was one of the biggest things I had to learn when I was when I was representing the kids in the courtroom. It's because the state has their policies on how they work and deal with the with the children that's been removed from the home, and that doesn't make it a, a the state law. They have to do it that way in order to get their paycheck. Even state have to county. Do, the state state and county and everybody state and county have, local laws if any of them if any of them and we talked about this last night remember friend any law that is repugnant to the constitution is void and that's exactly. just john marshall 1803 in the mulberry versus madison case and it's still in effect today nobody's ever overturned it because that is the law and uh so you'll find you'll find even in your states and counties laws that are actually against the Constitution. And there are a whole lot up in Washington. I'd love to be able to go for just go through all their laws. I really wouldn't kick them out because there are so many illegal laws that and the reason that it has gotten that way, the reason these school boards have got this way, Laura, I want you to understand this, is because we have set back and let them gain this power. We've set yeah. and let them uh, assume power over us. And now they hate it because we're coming back out. And, uh, you know, if you've seen that post I put on the page tonight, it was a B, and this is one, you know, it was ignored. But when you get a swarm of them, even the bravest people run, you know, and that's yeah. what they're afraid of is the people getting together. And uh, you got to think this is the school board's had, what, one, two, three people at a board meeting at a time. And uh, we come with 25, and then we come with 70. And when we come with 70, uh, they called the police in. You yeah. Know, nobody had threatened nobody, had they? No. Nobody had no. I, nobody. I hope that our school board meetings never turn into that. I mean, I don't, uh, you know, I, I'm wanting us to come together. I'm wanting right. the, the board to, to, to listen and us work together for the betterment of our children, not... Um, worrying about a political party or right. who the governor is or what somebody else says our our first priority is supposed to be our our children and that's what i'm wanting us focused on um so no to my knowledge no one has ever been threatened or anything else to i was told i was told uh hi young man how you doing <laughs> good we're getting ready. you're getting ready to go fed yeah yeah uh, one board member I spoke to last night did tell me that that uh, Governor Bashir had this mass thing all took care of. Everybody was fine. And if I remember right, he's going to put everybody in mask. Okay. And he blamed the legislature for taking it away from the governor. And then he blamed it, you know, and it says, now, now it's down to us. We got to make the decision. No, sir. No, sir. Uh, there's no law. There's no law that Joe Biden can pass on masks. Did you know executive orders are illegal? He has no power for executive order. I can show you the Constitution. the The powers of the legislature does not give them power to do it. There's nothing in our state constitution that gave our people, our legislators, to power to do this 
really the only person that can put us under quarantine is the health department. And they're supposed to put the sick under quarantine, not the well. Uh, we've had more, more deaths from COVID supposedly than the Spanish flu. I mean, you know, but then when we look at the numbers and they had to come out with new numbers here, remember that guys, when they had to come out with the new numbers about a month ago, only 6% of the people that died of COVID actually died of COVID. When the CDC had to come out with that. And uh, if you look the bears, I can, if you, if you can't find it, just email me. You got my email. Uh, I can send you the bears link. You can look in there. You can see exactly how many people's died from the COVID shot. How many people has, has been, uh, you know, crippled by it and everything else, all the adverse reactions and everything. But keep in mind, that's only 10%. There are 11 of those reporting agencies out there. They're keeping hidden 10 of them. The reason we got a hold of bears is because a whistleblower stepped out with Project Veritas. And that is a CDC website. So they're reporting 11,000, they were reporting 11,000 deaths from the COVID shot when there were 45,000, and there's a whole lot more now. So that's how serious this is. And that was only 10, keep again, 10, 11, you know, 9, 10% of it. What that what is on the bears. So it it's scary. Now I did find the FDA bears report too the other day. So uh but they report to this one or they report to that one. You gotta have them all to add them up. See what I'm saying? Yes. So we're being smoke screened by our government. You know, uh it's uh you know, you can take the red pill and wake up or you can take the blue pill and live in a utopia till you die. And, and that's what they're doing to us. And this is, Lori, I'm 61 years old. I never thought I'd see this in my lifetime. I never thought I'd see something like this. Uh, Ed said in a previous episode, Ed, you said that this was worse than a Stephen King nightmare, uh, Stephen King book, you know, and he's pretty far out, but uh, we've just got to stick together and we got to fight. And uh, pull this community together some more, okay? And uh, we just got to get out there and keep talking to people, trying to get them in, get them active, not only on the page, but actually active out on foot. Yes. We got to get them out on foot. I think, you know, I would love to see this weekend us have a parade and drive past every board member's house blowing our horns. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With our flag. Yeah. Um, flags and signs up, you know, get rid of the school board or something, you know. Uh, they won't let you get rid of them or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. uh, we need to start making them uncomfortable more than just one night a month. And that's, that's how we're going to have to do it. We need to get parents, I bag people to get out in front of that school board and pick it. And uh, when we get some out in front of that school board, then we need to start being out in front of the, of the schools of the evening when people come pick up their kids. Picking it. You know, if you just get there a half hour before the cars start coming in and stay there by the leaves, you'll make a big impression. Yeah. Big impression on the weekend, on, on, on the evening. And make you some signs so they know what you're talking about. You don't even have to open your mouth. All they have to do is come up right. and pick up the kids and, and see, hey, you know, I don't like this too. And then they'll be coming on board joining you. 
I watched four women pick it in front of the uh, London administration building over here. And I don't know how long they were there, but I was there about 15, 20 minutes. Okay. And in that 15 or 20 minutes, I guarantee you anybody in the first half of that administration bill couldn't thank for the orange ball. Honk if you're for medical choice. That's all they had on their signs, you know, or no mask for honk for no mask for our kids. And it was just baby, 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 you know, the whole time they was out there. And, uh, that's how you make people uncomfortable. That's like, like I said, if everybody will file a complaint, like on last night's meeting that was there. And if everybody that sees this from Jackson County will file a complaint that the parents aren't being allowed to talk to the school boards. And then they will pick up the phone once a day and call those numbers I'm going to put on. Can you imagine how much their phone's going to ring in a day's time every day until we get an answer? And that's, we've got to be annoying, you know? Well, I mean, if I thought like if, 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 uh, if it's, if it would help, I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd pick it, um, all day, every day that I could, yeah. um, to, to just give me that option to just give me that choice to unmask him. And again, you know, I, I understand that a lot of people are standing on principle, I'm standing on the fact I, I believe it's going to make my son sick. Right. I believe it's going to make him sick again. If, well, that's um, the principle, too, because you're standing on the if, principle that you're responsible for your child's health. Yes. You know. Yeah. It's, right. and it's not, and it's not, I don't want, I don't want anybody to think that I feel like anybody is against my child. My point is no one is going to love my child. No one is going to have um, my child first, like I do. And right. I, 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 I was who, you know, me and my husband was who took care of him when he was sick. You know, nobody else was there with me and him running over 104 fever. Nobody was here with me and, and for somebody else to tell me okay you need to do it to him again is um is ridiculous to me and uh, i took and, my kid out of school for a lot less than that i'll just be honest with you i took my kid out of school just because of atheistic preaching teaching in school uh when it comes to your child's health lori uh, you're the one that has to make that decision, you and your husband, you know, and uh, for them to tell you, no, to me, this is cruel and unusual punishment because they've heard you. They know your son's story. They know what happened to him. And yet they're saying, send him to school with a mask on anyway. Okay. And parents whose kids are quarantined, we had 400 parents in this school district who were kids were quarantined. They got letters that they didn't send the kids to school the next day. They was going to be referred to Department of Human Services for child abuse. Now, this is the madness that's going on in this county. Fran's a CASA worker. What do you do, Fran, under those circumstances? What, what would you do? What would you, as a CASA worker, what would you tell Lori? Well, I would write this up in a report to the judge and hand it to the judge in front of the de department and say, this is what's going on. It is not right. 
if your doctor, if your pediatrician writes a letter stating that he is not to be masked in school, they will probably follow the pediatrician's recommendations, but they might also isolate him behind a piece of plastic and make him feel that he, if he even goes outside of that plastic, he could, he could kill somebody by giving them the, the COVID. So that either way is abuse. That actually happens to uh, one of these mama bears' children. That's why I say if you go to watch watch their videos, listen to what that doctor has to say, listen to what they have to say and what they had to go through in order to make this happen for their child. Today, they have made the whole state aware that this is this is not right. And the state does not have any mandate for the children. And it, it has uh, they have also gone so far as to make this outlawed in any county, in any school. It's not up to the school board. It's up to the parents. It's up to the parents to step up and say, my child has been sick with this. He does not need to, to have this. Here's a doctor's note. Do not isolate him from the rest of the students because there's nothing wrong with him. Every, if, and if anything's wrong with anybody, it's them and not you. Yeah, that's, I, 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 I put in what, four or five days ago to get on there, Fran, when you sent yeah. it to me. Because uh, I've been wanting to get a hold of them uh, and talk to them. I've heard them on, uh, what what is Clay Clark's, uh, what's he call his campaign? You know, at this point, it's late, and I don't know. I did go anyway, to Clay Clark. <laughs> Clay Clark he's, been, he's been having, like, like Linwood and all these people on there with him, okay? And uh, he, he's got a big campaign going. And I've been watching these women on there, and I was thankful that she got me the contact so I could tell me where to find them. Uh, they are on Facebook, Iowa Mama Bears, and uh, they are very, very good. At what they do so you might want to look them up uh, and it's Iowa Iowa I'll go okay. uh, I, got, I got the mama bears down thank you yeah. Fran and oh, you're welcome uh, just follow their lead and you should be able to walk right through this and their policies in the school board is not state law you got to keep that in mind okay. and you, you and any parent if you've got a concern don't have to wait to a meeting. You don't have to wait to, you know, whatever. Y'all are welcome to call me anytime, and I will try to address that concern and help you with it. Okay. Uh, that's that's what I try to do. Uh, I don't want anybody to feel like they got to wait till the next time they see me or they catch me in a booth or whatever, you know, signature booth or whatever. That's why I give everybody cards. Okay. And uh, you're not being a bother because this is, this is what I feel I'm called to do right now. Okay. Uh, the Lord once called me to be a pastor. And, and there's times in our life that God switches the gifts he wants you to use. That's my belief. Okay. And uh, God has moved me in this direction now. And this is what I'm doing. Uh, and I will be at this until God tells me to go somewhere else. That's just why I feel about it. Uh, I can be rough. I can be tough. <laughs> but I do got a love and art really for everybody. I really do. Especially for kids, older people, and women. I don't want to abuse them. 
okay? And uh, so anything we can do to help, like I said, I got this team here to help me, you know, get her to help me in there, uh, get people all around uh, that's working with me to help you out. So I'm going to keep digging into the law, okay? And keep digging okay. into these policies. Uh, if you want to look up that uh, Kentucky School Board, uh, I'll get it sent it to you. I'll get it sent to you. I'll send you okay. some things. If you want to look them over, it has to do with the law, you might find something I miss. Okay. We all work together. I'm not no star. I'm just here to help guide the ship. Okay. Okay. For where y'all want to go. Where y'all want to go. So, Laura, it's been great having you on. Uh, have you got any, any questions or anything else you want to say to them? No, no, no. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, you're invited back any night, Monday through Friday. We might not always be talking about school boards. We might be talking about vaccines. or We talked about transportation the other night. We need to get back to that, too, don't we, friend? Yes. Uh, well, we've got, there's so much going on at any one given time. Uh, if, if Mama Bear's step up and do what those two did in Iowa they can do it in their state as well and you've got the passion that will drive you to where you can step up calmly and peacefully and as a mother you can give them your fears as what happened with your child and you don't want to see any other child go through this and the statistics show that the children have a better chance of getting hit by lightning than they do by getting sick and dying from COVID. Well, you know, I've been telling everybody, mama bears, daddy bears, grandma bears, and grandpa bears, they are all going to be stepping up on this. All of them. You know, uh, I hear people, well, I don't have any kids in school. I don't really got nothing I, I can say. I can't say. Oh, yeah, you can. You pay electric bill, don't you? You pay a water bill. <laughs> you pay for your taxes on your car and your license plate. All that's got school tax here. Those people that work at the school board, they get paid from your taxes. Right, your property tax and everything. So, so just keep, remind them you you pay for them. I was getting ready to say we got to keep reminding them that there are that they work for us, not the other way around. So, uh, Laura, it's been great having you on, Ed, friend. Uh, Y'all didn't talk a whole lot tonight, especially Ed, but uh, I guess this is probably where we should end the show. And uh, I thank everybody for being on. And uh, I want to thank all of our people for watching and uh, until next time may God bless you, may God bless your homes, may God bless your families, may God keep you all safe and most of all may God bless America good night